What's up, Brian, man? It's been a while, bro. How you doing? What's going on, man? I'm good. I'm good. Just working and training, cranking it up. Well, it's a different kind of training since uh, since yeah. I talked to you last, at least three years ago when uh, you fought your last MMA fight. We are in the same podcast room talking about getting back to MMA because you had a layoff with that. You came away with a great fight. It was... A, Basically, fight of the night, a great experience. Yep. A great experience. Uh, we had a, a little hiatus in the world, and then you come out as a boxer, man. Let's talk about, you know, kind of what happened after that fight and uh, the shutdown and how we got into the boxing. Uh, I say I just got busy with work. Uh, I work as a correction officer, so I mean, it's it's kind of a grind in itself. You know, there's there's long hours. Um, and then, of course, the whole shutdown and whatnot. But uh, I kind of got away from the training aspect of it, of MMA. I was always still training, but not, like, for a fight, so to say. Uh, like just, just work and adult life got in the way. 35 years old, I got a son. So, you know, life got in the way, so to say. I know seeing you uh, on social media during the time off, you uh, gained some weight, uh, lifting heavy, or and you had to trim down to get back into boxing. Let's talk about you know the difference between you know MMA preparation and boxing preparation. Uh, MMA obviously has so many more aspects of it. That's kind of with the life I've lived. Been a wild, crazy kid growing up. The two deployments, fighting for a long time, football, riding bikes, everything. My body's just kind of beat up. I always say, like, if I were to get in a full-body MRI, they'd be like, how the fuck are you still standing? So, I can't, you know, I got so many bumps and bruises and lagging and nagging injuries that, like, for me to do any grappling or anything like that, it just, it wouldn't work. And then time consumption-wise, like, I mean, for the, for my boxing training, I'm up at 4.30 in the morning. I go to the gym, get my cardio in, get out of work, and then do my boxing training. And that's only just striking, you know, just boxing. So if I were to add to that every other aspect, wrestling, jujitsu, kickboxing, Thai, it just, I don't have the time. And I got a great job, great career. So I'm kind of like, you know, weighing out the options here. And at 35 years old, I'm not making any run for any crazy title, and I'm not going to make a career out of fighting. So, you know, I just, and then I obviously, I had that time off, and I just, got the itch and I needed to do something so here we are well I know you are uh, you know training your boxing at uh, Lausanne's when you were doing your MMA back then uh, where are you uh, getting your focus now who's uh, been bringing you along in the boxing world uh, Aaron Bernardo in Swansea with punishment striking systems we got a great team we got four or five pros a bunch of filthy nasty amateurs some up-and-coming kids bringing other people from other gyms and whatnot to get our spar and things are going good. Well, uh, from the start to the boxing training, when you started getting serious and said, hey, you know, I'm going to train more in this and uh, see if I can get a professional fight. What was uh, the timeline in that between, uh, you know, when you finally got serious about training with boxing and until you got that first fight with boxing promotions? Actually, it started with that way back AFO days. I always told Mike Culbert, my, my first ever boxing coach, that one day, you know, I'd, have, I'd do a boxing fight for him. So then that layoff and everything, I started boxing um, at Elite Boxing right up the street in North Attleboro. I always went there just for just the cardio and conditioning aspect to get in, or stay in shape. And uh, I kind of toyed with the idea of just 
I always said, you know, it was a bucket list thing at first. I'll jump in, just be an opponent, get beat up for a couple rounds. And then uh, kind of started training more and getting in the ring with some guys who do box and kind of like, well, wait a minute. Might, this might actually be something. I might be more than an opponent, you know? Excellent. Well, you made your way to uh, Boston Boxing Promotions, and, you know, th they were getting in uh, events when MMA wasn't even being able to go around, go on in New Hampshire, dude. So it was kind of the perfect storm for you. I mean, you're coming out, you're getting in them uh, the rounds, uh, probably feeling good about yourself. Let's get some work. Who can I beat up? All of a sudden, you know, Boston Boxing Promotions there, and you get a fight, bro. Let's talk about that and the excitement about, hey, shit, I'm getting, a, a, you know, three years since I got to really punch someone in the face in, yeah. front, of, in front of fans and family, man. How'd that feel, uh, you know, getting that uh, opportunity? It was awesome. Um, like, same thing. You know me, man. I've always been a big ticket seller. I sold, I think, over 50 tickets, had shirts made, everything, a whole bunch of people there, that whole walkout. It all came back, you know, I was feeling it got on the ring, touch gloves, and I just steamrolled this dude. Yeah, it was, I was, I think, uh, it was a minute and 46 seconds or something like that. TKO, um, the dude literally said, like, he's like, I, you just hit too hard. I didn't want any more of that. I dropped him twice in the first round after the second one. He was, he, he just gave up. He said, no, thank you. <laughs> well, focusing on uh, on the mitts of yours, brother, man, and uh, putting all the power just behind them, man. You had power in the MMA, bro. If uh, anyone doesn't know of uh, Brian's last fight for MMA, check it up. It was with CES, and it was a it was a brawl, man. So we know we know that has you in that has that's in you. Even though this fight didn't last, you know, barely a minute, we know there's fire in there. So you come out brawling, man. How'd it feel to uh, you know? not only put him down, but, you know, the fans back there. And I would imagine that's not terribly uh, far, far from where you live. I mean, isn't that event right over the New Hampshire line? It's not deep not in New Hampshire. Way. Not too bad at all. Um, so, I mean, with my job now, a bunch of twisted, crazy COs, we all like violence. <laughs> uh, everybody supports everybody. So, you know, I had a bunch of my buddies from work there and whatnot, my family. My father, my number one fan. I'm sure you've met my dad. He doesn't oh, miss yeah. a fight. He's always there, cage side, ringside, whatever it may be. Uh, it was good. Kind of get that feeling again, you know? Excellent. Well, the feeling's coming up again, man. Uh, Thanksgiving Eve, bro. I mean, a, a fight, a boxing event on Thanksgiving Eve. It, it, it couldn't be a better opportunity for boxing. I mean, nothing's really going on, some football, but to have boxing on there, everyone's got the day off the next day, going to fill their bellies. The fighters can pig out the next day, all that good stuff. How's it feel yeah. to get back in there? And uh, what's the difference between kind of the training camp for your first time in there and uh, the second time? Uh, no, no difference in the training camp, really. We're just grinding, sparring. Um, getting out there, doing my road work, hitting the treadmill, hitting the Stairmaster, um, mitt work two, three times a week. I got, I'm at punishment at least three times a week. The other days I'm over right up the road at Elite doing bag work and mitts there. It's just, I mean, some people, it's like, it's a low, lower level of professional boxing. You know, it's not, it's not PBC or any pay-per-view fights or anything like that, but, I've always, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. 
So I take every fight as like it's the toughest fight of my life. It's there's no like, I mean it's a professional sport, you know. I mean it's 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 a grind. It's every day, everything you eat, everything like you you know. I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't party. I don't do anything like that. It's uh, I'm a, essentially a professional athlete. I take this shit seriously. Excellent. Well, Brian, last question just before I let you give your shout-out, sponsors, social media, tickets to be sold. Still plenty of time to get on there, man. Uh, You know, what do we expect to see out of you the second time around, getting in there and uh, just knowing the experience from that first fight? Um, See, calm, calculated violence. I, uh, hard-hitting, accurate strikes, some movement, a little bit of flash, a little bit of pizzazz, and just having fun, man. That's I, I'm literally doing this to have fun. Excellent, my man. Well, dude, like I said, you carry yourself well, man. You got a lot of support. Uh, you're doing a lot of things, you know, in and out of the ring. Also, I would like to say, uh, you know, happy Veterans Day to you. I didn't get to say that at the beginning of the show, but I know you're deep into that. Uh, you yep. got a lot of pride, and uh, you're carrying a lot of people on your shoulders represent man so last thing before i uh say goodbye to you bro give you shout outs uh sponsors and social media and we'll get out of here yeah man uh appreciate it thank you and uh you know facebook's brian j marino instagram b marino 508 uh plenty of tickets left definitely message me for tickets they're 40 bucks general admission not a bad seat in the house tons of great fights at night I mean, it's going to be a, be a good time, a good night. As far as sponsors, uh, Coffee Connection in North Attleboro, Cumberland. they got a few other locations. Uh, of course, Punishment Striking Systems, Elite Boxing and Fitness, Massachusetts Department of Corrections Union. There's a lot of them, all sorts of them. Appreciate everybody, all the help. 